0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 76 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Betty Ann Murphy. Betty Ann is the owner of Studio 37, and Betty Ann, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. How are you doing?
1: Thank you. Very good today. Thank you.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. So, we we wanna know all about studio thirty seven and are there thirty-six others or or we're we just gonna focus on number thirty-seven.
1: I think thirty-seven's good. <laughs> that's one question
0: I always get from people.
1: They want to know where I came up with the thirty-seven. I just say three and seven are my lucky numbers. So that's how uh, I
0: it. love it. Love it. Cause that was certainly one of my questions. But- I love it. So tell us about studio thirty-seven.
1: Yeah, okay, so um, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I had a salon, Salon of the Year in the whole United States in 1998, Mm -hmm. in a suburb of Boston and I despise the winter. So I moved here in 2007 and um, I started working at the Ritz Carlton in Naples in 2008 and that's when the bottom fell through everything. And so I basically sort of hit the streets and because it just wasn't working out the season, And I started um, a small salon. And so I do hair as well as eyelash extensions. And um, I've been in business uh, at 501 Goodlett Frank Road on the corner of Fifth Avenue North um, since 2009. And so I basically, Started with just one room. I own the area that I'm in. It's a business condo and I've expanded over the years So I'm triple the size. I have different hairdressers who rent stations from me and then I work in the back in my own studio so That's what I do. I I actually developed a software product back in 2006 Where which helps to determine what the best hairstyle is for someone? Um, I, I developed it out of frustration because I felt like we were never taught in hairdressing school um, how to determine that. So I no longer, my, my um, program isn't up and running, but I it, there's a manual version of that. And so it's all based on balance and symmetry. So by looking at different things about a person, I can determine how they should wear their hair. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's a different way of I look at everybody has a good side, not so good side of their face. So I determine what that is. And then like I said, everything is ba- uh, based on balance and symmetry. So I measure a person's face into thirds, looking for three equal thirds. And so if there's a smaller third, I try to create the illusion that it's larger. If there's a larger third, I try to create the illusion that it's smaller. And so then I also look at the skin tone to determine whether the person has a warm or a cool skin tone. Because what you want is you want the hair color, the makeup, the clothing, all to be in the same palette. So that when you look at a a person, they look like one even picture. So I do that. And then I do have my advanced certification in volumation and eyelashes. I think I was the first person to do eyelash extensions um, in Naples. I did it at uh, the Ritz Carlton when I first started, and um, there's a lot of other people doing it now. But I sort of have the reputation—I'm not bragging—of being the best in Naples at eyelash extensions.
0: Wow, wow! What a thorough uh, just overview. You go way beyond just you know the normal everyday stuff in a salon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I was Like I said, I went to hairdressing school in Boston, and then a year or so later, I moved to Las Vegas, and I went to hairdressing school in Las Vegas as well because I didn't have enough hours to be certified. And so I just, you know, I had already been to four years of college. I taught school briefly. And so I was just really shocked that they don't teach you. They spend about a half an hour, or not even a half an hour, 20 minutes you know, in theory one day to talk about how you should style someone's hair. And, you know, most people think that they teach us that, you know, it's really about sanitation. And that's why the governor, I think, let the state open up because he met with some hairdressers a few weeks ago and they explained to him, our test is all about sanitation. It's not about like haircutting. Really? Yeah, that's a surprise to most people.
0: Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. I always wondered why you needed a, a license and, and it, uh, so it goes way deeper than just hairstyle.
1: Right, yeah, I mean, you know, we talk a lot about AIDS, you know, when I refresh our, our classes we have every two years and it's about AIDS and it's about sanitizing things and um, huh. it's not about the latest haircut that's, you know, yeah. in New in York, Paris or LA. You
0: mean the state doesn't care about the latest hair fashion? Not really. <laughs> I think so. So how did you get into this business?
1: It was by accident. I mean it was a total accident. And yet it's my it's you know, life is strange. I actually sing and play the piano and I was in acting school in New York City way back in the seventies. Oh wow. So I just um I worked summers on Cape Cod, uh waitressing and singing, like a singing waitress kind of thing. And um I basically, uh, I did at one point, I was teaching school and I hated it. So I moved to New York and went to acting school. And um, I just decided that I needed a way to support myself other than um, waiting on tables in case I didn't make it. Mm. So it was an accident. I just thought, well, you know, my aunt said to me, you know, you can fix your hair pretty good, you know, and, and it's when the blow dry blow cuts came in and, and the, in the seventies, and so I just went by accident. You know, I was like, I decided in like a couple of days. It was strange, and it turns out that I'm really good at what I do.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> i was supposed to be in New York or LA, and uh, it hasn't happened. I'm in Naples, Florida.
0: Yeah, I, you know, for for someone who has two kids in LA, you are in a much better place.
1: <laughs> no, I know. My brother was out there, and my son as well. So, yeah. wasn't it to be?
0: Yep. yeah. Yep. So how about, uh, are there any myths that you're aware of uh, in your industry that you can dispel for our listeners?
1: Um, well, I, I, this maybe I should be in support of all my fellow. I had, like I said, a salon for many years up in the suburbs of Boston. And so sometimes hairdressers, you know, this is just, this is to give people a little bit of a, whatever, shout out to the real deal. Um, Cause I've had a lot of, you know, men, women, uh, a lot of times other hairstylists are looking at the dollar sign when they look at you. If you follow me, they're not exactly telling you that you need like 75 highlights in your hair or whatever because they think that's gonna be the best thing for you. So, yeah, that's like one thing that people should be aware of that, that um, hairdressers are looking at the dollar sign.
0: So, for a guy who's never had his hair highlighted, does that mean do, do you pay per highlight when you say seventy well, yeah, yeah, five?
1: Right. See, that could up the ticket. So, and anyway,
0: uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. that's one thing. Hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who are kind of clueless as far as hair cutting. Honestly, they um, they really there's a lot of people. I see it all the time when people come into me from somewhere else. So. People have to be... I don't know how to tell them. Be. I don't know. They. they most of my clients, if they see someone who's here I have cut, they might see them at church or someplace like that. That's the smart way to determine where to go than just you know going by an ad or... You know, like referrals is best,
0: mm-hmm.
1: probably. So...
0: Yeah, yeah. There's
1: yeah. a lot of people... Not everybody is talented at doing things. They might take the class and do the whole thing, but... There's, you know, just like doctors, I can't say every single doctor, you know, graduated the top of his class.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, we talked about this in past episodes with guests, you know, if you're uh, in need of a heart surgeon, who are you going to use? The one who, uh, fresh out of school or has done this two or three times versus okay. someone who's, you know, has thousands of surgery under his or her belt. So, uh, okay. yeah. 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 Well, I mean,
1: that's, I guess that's one of the things I could think of that maybe-
0: Yep, yeah. Now that's that's good. I I uh, I've always wondered, you know, how because uh, I see all different ranges and prices and and how all that works and how someone puts all that together. So yeah. good to know
1: years experience. So say yeah. for example, I would advertise myself as a master stylist and hair colorist. Somebody, you know um who wasn't there would never do that if they didn't have the confidence you know because you kind of have to sell yourself to the person to the client and so um you have to i think it's just with anything is that over the years you build up confidence when you do know it you know, so like for an example i'm probably my i have people who fly from chicago to have me cut their hair like a client that I first did when I worked at the Ritz-Carlton. And so Mm. she comes to me. She says she cannot find anybody. She's in a suburb of Chicago there to do her hair. And so, um, and then the other thing is, I am very, very fast. Like when I tell you fast, like, and so she will say you are the fastest hair cutter I've ever seen. And the thing is, is because I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. Mm.
0: Somebody's
1: dallying and, combing the hair and taking up a little piece, they don't know where they're going.
0: Wow. So what are you doing when you're not cutting hair? What are you doing for fun?
1: Okay, well, um, lately, what I just did, I moved to a community that um, there's a golf uh, course, a couple of golf courses. This was passed in the fall. So I just um, a week ago or so um, did a summer sort of um, membership. So Uh, I enjoy golf. I really Mm. do. I'm not not that good. Because I do... um, (laughs) (laughs) Because I do weight-resistant exercise, I can really do a nice drive. The short game, you know, that's why I hope to improve that. But um, I just like golf because I feel like when I'm out there on the course, I forget all my troubles and all things that are on my mind. And it's just enjoying nature.
0: Yeah, it is a lovely way to get get away from things yeah yeah,
1: yeah what's that golf?
0: yeah i haven't in years uh, uh you know once the kids came and uh then i got out of the habit and business so yeah
1: i haven't really I've, i haven't in a couple of years but so that's my new thing is yeah. I, i'm hoping you know i used to play the piano and sing in bars when i was in college and so um I'm actually going to be working this summer, since it's more slower, um, on uh, training myself to accompany myself to singing on the piano.
0: Oh, wow. Can, can you sing us a few notes?
1: Sure. Let's see. Crazy, crazy for... <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a nice song. <laughs>
0: Oh man yeah
1: kind of soul. I fell in love with you hard and soul. I don't know how that sounds <laughs>
0: <I don't know. laughs> That's great. Thanks for being a good sport. that's awesome yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that. How about um hardship you know they, life uh, is full of them and they tend to define us. Uh, what comes to mind a hardship could be business personal. That uh, you went through and got on the other side and uh, are better for it. What comes to mind?
1: Um, okay, well, I just had to take a drink here. <laughs> um, I had one son, and he was in LA for many years. He moved out there with my brother Danny. My brother Danny was a quadriplegic. He was in all the Farrelly Brothers movies. He was the guy in the wheelchair and something about mirroring.
0: Oh
1: wow! So they both out. My son was in a couple of movies, but um, my son always had substance abuse problems, and so he actually he was living here with me last year, and just this past September, he overdosed and died. Yeah. I know. They still haven't told us exactly. I think it was um, cocaine laced with fentanyl. Yeah. So I have a tremendous. With he's had problems his his whole life. He was thirty nine years old. He would have been forty this past March. And so I, um, because it's been so difficult over the years with him, I have a tremendous faith in God and I, the angels wake me up every day at five o'clock mm-hmm. and, um, I say some prayers and I meditate every morning. So that's what, wow. that's the best part of my life.
0: Wow. I I can't even fathom that, but Ian, that's I,
1: I know. I know my faith you know so
0: thank god yeah yeah it's uh gets us through some tough times and that's that's beyond tough as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. thank you for sharing that
1: you're welcome
0: um how about you know if there was one thing you wish our listeners knew about you and your company studio 37 what would that be
1: um Well, we're, everybody's really good at what they're doing. experienced people probably like, you know, I was talking about master stylists. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm pretty, you know, I don't, I'm not a brager, but I'm pretty good at what I do. As far as like the eyelashes, I'm probably one of the fastest ones in town. And one of the things that people tell me is that, you know, people don't know when someone has eyelashes on that are from me because they look so natural. Right. So that's
0: what, yeah. Wow. So. wow. Now, it sounds like you do awesome things over there. I'm so thrilled you're able to come on the uh, Good Neighbor podcast. And I'm sure there are listeners who want to learn more about you. Benny, where can we send them?
1: Um, to Studio 37 at 501 Goodlett Frank Road, um, Suite B, as in boy, B104. They can call me on my business line, which is 239-263-5434, or on my cell. Most people actually text me on my
0: cell.
1: (laughs) I'm always busy. So that's 239-777-3097.
0: We wish you the absolute best there, and I definitely will uh, stop by and say hi next time Uh, I'm in your area.
1: and have a haircut.
0: As you can see, I need one.
1: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm almost at ponytail stage. All right, Betty Ann. Well, you have a great one.
1: Okay, you too. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.